add a bit of sunshine to your home with Easy Living Furniture's Garden Furniture Sale with stunning dining sets, cracking egg chairs and relaxing sun loungers that are in stock and ready for delivery there really is something for everyone and with an extra 10% off sale prices and free delivery over 399 now really is the time to let your garden shine Garden Sale now on Visit Easy Living Furniture Don't miss out Find your local store online at easylivingfurniture.ie Leia Healthcare It's good to live Proud sponsor of the Real Health Podcast with Carl Henry Welcome to the Real Health Podcast with me, Carl Henry. Well, folks, this week is a little bit different. It's the business episode. I have three fantastic Irish companies who recently started, and we brought them into studio to pick their brains about what was easy, what was hard, what their businesses are about, what they found was good, the bad, and the indifferent. My goal over the next 30 minutes or so is to pull all the information from them and make it simple for you. If you've any ideas yourself for a business or for a health business, well, here's some tips you're going to be able to use. You're going to love our three guests. I'm delighted to be joined in studio by Irish Bill Tongue, Derval O'Rourke and Jim Plus Coffee. Okay, folks, you ready? Your 60 seconds. Jim Plus Coffee, you're up first in three, two, one. The floor is yours. Thanks, Carl. Start the clock. Um, my name's Niall. I'm one of the co-founders of Jim Plus Coffee. We're an Irish activewear athleisure clothing company. We launched in January 2017, so just over a year ago. Um, and we make a range of quality activewear from hoodies to leggings to t-shirts. Um, but I guess the idea for the brand and what we try to concentrate on and why it, it made our weird name is that we want to encourage people to use um, exercise to socialize. And we try to build that into all our marketing across social media and we've tried to build a real you know community around this around this passion so we probably don't talk about our products enough um but what we try to do is is encourage people to um to really make time for the two most important things which we see see is to exercise and to socialize gym plus coffee 45 seconds on the nose well done okay Next up, Derval, the floor is all yours. Three, two, one. Made me want to go to the gym and have a coffee. But anyway, I'll move (laughs) on to me. Yes, so um, my background was I was a professional athlete for 14 years. Um, I went to three Olympic Games and won a few medals along the way. And after my career, I published two best-selling cookbooks. And now I'm in the middle of a project where I'm trying to do a lot of work in the digital space. So there's three areas I work on food, fitness and focus. It's an online platform, www.durable.ie. We're currently building it due to launch in July. Wow. It's going to be subscription based and it will have experts in each three areas. So I basically am the figurehead pulling everybody together and bringing the experts to the table to give really good expert led advice. And um, I just want to empower people to basically live their best lives because I think there's a lot of noise out there, and I think it's about lifelong change in the world of health and fitness. Cool, great, all right. And Noreen, your floor in three, two, one, go for it. Okay, so um, I'm Noreen Doyle. I am the owner of the Irish Biltong Company. So Irish Biltong is a dried beef healthy snack. So we're in the market, I guess, uh, since the very end of 2015, we launched, and then we went nationwide at the start of last year. Um, so we're in over 600 stores in retail. Built on, it's a it's traditionally a South African product um, made from beef, 
So the South African heritage with the Irish beef marries really well. And what you're left with is a really healthy snack, high in protein, low in fat, low in sugar. Um, I suppose our main space is in sports. Um, we work with all different sports types at this stage. We had started focusing on rugby, but it has now spread its tentacles and we're kind of in a lot of pies. Um, my husband and I, we both own the company. We're based in Nace in County Kildare. We have our own plant down there and we're traditionally beef people, I guess. It's in our heritage for a very long time. And yeah, it's, it's what we do and we're, we're loving it big time. So I'm surrounded in studio by three very positive, inspirational businesses. I think it's fair to say you can hear from, from their uh, from their pitches just there. The reason for the Real Health podcast that we wanted to do a business episode is the fact that health and the business of health has become such an exploding area and exploding market. We thought as a listener, you might want to get some tips if you want to set up businesses on your own. Turval, um, when the athletics finished, yeah. did you know what you were going to do? Did you know where the plan was going to lie? Did you have a, a map ahead of you in terms of business or was it just you found your space? I had done a master's in business management and Smurfit business skills. So I had a really good foundation, I think, in business. But I had an idea to write a healthy eating cookbook and I pitched the idea and the publisher, the whole space of healthy eating and what you're talking about, the whole business of it really didn't exist. It was 2012. Mm -hmm. um, so... They took a punt on it and I really believed in it, did it pretty much for no money. I just did it because I really felt it was, had really good credibility. I felt I'd look back in 10 years and still be really proud of it. So I suppose that was my big jump into that business of health space. And at the same time, I worked for two years with Munster Rugby as their player development manager. So, wow. yeah, so I was doing all their off pitch. So I was getting a really good view of all the stuff I guess I didn't see in athletics, you know, a team sport and how they approach those three different areas. And I was getting access to a lot of amazing experts. So for me, all that was kind of starting the foundation of what the business is now, you know, in the online space. But um, definitely not an exact roadmap. I think anybody that says they know exactly where they're going when they're starting out is definitely <laughs> lying. Um, or else they're just way more together than I am. But um, yeah, I think knowing what you care about is really important. Like um, I really care about genuine solutions and things that work for people. Like people come up to me in the street all the time that cook my recipes and I really care that all my recipes work and that people love them. And I think if you don't love what you're doing and the value you're trying to bring to people, I think you get found out very quickly. Okay, so the product, whatever the product may yeah. be, whether it's books, whether it's really gear, important. whether it's, you know, uh, built on, you've got to really, you've got to love it. You have to believe in it and you have to be phenomenally passionate about the impact that product has on people. That's the first key kind of cornerstone of that the belief system that you really believe in something and you have to start with that. For me, it is because I'm a very black and white person. Like I don't do anything I don't believe in. So for me, I would feel it was disingenuous to sell a cookbook that wasn't really, really good. So when I wrote my second cookbook, I only wrote it because I know it was going to be better than the first one. And I used a brilliant um, dietitian on it. So I added an extra layer to it. So, yeah, for me, 100 percent, it's about that credibility and what I'm selling. Um, and I thought, like when I ran, it was because I really believed I could run really fast and do it in a really good way. Obviously, you know, I was a clean athlete and doing it because I loved it. So I think transferring that love to something is really important. Mm -hmm. um, and I think it'll keep it going when it's really hard because, you know, the lads... Which there will be lots of times when that yeah. happens. And I know, I know that myself. Uh, Noreen, okay, let's, let's say on that, what's, the, what's been the hardest part of getting Irish Biltong off the ground? 
Well, there's lots of different, I suppose, from any small business point of view, um, like what Gervla was saying about the, the love for your product. Absolutely. You need to have like I am so passionate about what we do and maybe too passionate at times because <laughs> when I get talking, sometimes it's kind of hard to stop. But um, I think maybe the challenge would be getting out in front of your correct customer, mm-hmm. making sure when we started the journey initially, I was saying, oh, you know, we could go here, we could go there, we could, it was so broadly spread. And that's, I suppose, is a, is a common thing to do because you want to try and so conquer excited. the world. Yeah, Absolutely. And you have this solution to somebody's problem and you're like, oh my God, I need everybody to see this as quick as possible and I can go and do everything myself. And that's really not realistic from a small business point of view. You have a very small budget and marketing is so important. And mm-hmm. it's the one area I think that a lot of small businesses do not have a budget for at all. Um, I think for your own marketing, I, f- I follow you guys on social media. Social mm-hmm. media has been a huge, huge outlet for you. And it had to be because it was our only outlet from uh, from a marketing point of view because our budget was everything was put into the product at the very beginning and um, the R&D of the product and the developing of the brand and the packaging. So that's so expensive that from a marketing point of view, you do have to try and take advantage of whatever free channels are available to you. And obviously for me, our customer is very much social media driven. Mm-hmm. Um, Twitter is huge for us, but we're lucky we engage with really loyal customers and really loyal fans. And maybe it's the way we drive it. Um, we're very, you know, we're very transparent. What you see is what you get. And I'd be very much on hands on from a customer service point of view, because um, you have to build that trust with the customer from day one. So anything I say, I firmly stand be- behind it and I firmly believe in the product. So that has to be transferred to the customer. And then, you know, the the, the growth comes from the trust then. Mm-hmm. So very much the same as, as Zerval's initial point, which is if you're starting off, it's got to be belief, passion and belief in the product. Uh, Niall and Carl from Jim Plus Coffee. Talking about your, because you, you've recently recently launched in the States. I saw that on your social media. I follow you guys as well. Um, in terms of marketing, that's been a huge thing for you. That's that's where your brand lives. And it's getting, the, the fascinating bit, I, and my wife did it recently as well, which is that when she had the gear on, she I have to take a photograph for their, uh, their Instagram because they asked me to Instagram it because you get all your customers to Instagram the brand somewhere around the world. That's been a really clever way to get people to, to be more aware of it. Yeah, um, it's... It's brilliant. I guess. I guess. Firstly, social media is incredibly important for us. It's. It's again. It's the the, the main place for us to interact with our with our with our customers or with, with our community. Um, and that that started as a really um kind of just a a quick idea we had. We were, you know, again, what we were trying to do was encourage people to be active at the weekend. Mm-hmm. So we said, if you tag us in your your photos, uh, this weekend we'll we'll give a, a free beanie away or something like that. And over a couple of weeks, that really started to just get build a lot of traction and it was it was incredible we were we were just getting so many tagged in so many photos every week and then that just again quickly quickly grew over the last uh, 12 months into something that that's just a, a huge part of our our strategy now is that we try um you know we, we don't even give away prizes anymore uh we, it's just that um when people are away they now take their hoodies, put it on, and uh, it kind of makes us feel like our brand has become more global than it is. You know, we've been at the, the pyramids of Egypt, the, the Great Wall of China, yeah, Machu yeah. Picchu, you know, and we've got all these kind of really passionate people um, who, are, who are passionate about our brand and have taken the hoodies with them, climbed mountains, climbed Everest, and, and, and taken some photos for us. So it's great because, again, what, what it allows us to do is, is you know, 
we kind of don't really like talking about ourselves. We want to highlight people in the community who are doing really cool and really exciting well, things. Let's pull it back to you guys. Do, do any are you in the fashion in were you in the fashion industry as a there's three of you, three of you involved, isn't there? Correct. Yeah. Uh, were, were you guys in the fashion industry before? Is clothing something you make, or you know what's where did the, where did the let's make a hoodie come from? Yeah, well, I suppose uh, between myself, Niall and Dermot, uh, not massively into the fashion business. I suppose a couple of years back, I am. Um, I was a visual merchandiser for French Connection um, and I moved to London to do fashion buying, which didn't actually transpire in the end. But uh, I always had a really keen um, interest in the fashion. And then I, I lived in Australia for a couple of years where I started making coffee and stuff like that. So I suppose um, I spent a couple of years over there and I suppose that's where it sort of stemmed from. We all sort of uh, individually spent time in Australia and San Francisco and a few other different countries. And that's where we sort of started to see this trend that it's not so much people over there aren't so much into drinking at the weekends they're more into sort of like socializing for over brunch um, and keeping fit going for runs and stuff like that and and this was something that that blew me away when when i was away um and since moving back um we we could see that um that dublin is slowly catching up with this and and we thought wouldn't wouldn't it be incredible to sort of i suppose create a brand around this that that promotes this sort of healthy active sort of uh lifestyle so i suppose with all the 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 clothing that we do design um i suppose there's two uh, main things is that the clothing is um it's designed in such a way that you can exercise in you can wear it to the gym but it's also fashionable enough that you can go for brunch after and, mm -hmm. and meet the guys meet the girls um and yeah so that everything we design from our hoodies we, we launch with the hoodies um and shortly enough now we're, we're launching um, our, our new leggings, which are pretty excited oh, about. Wow. They've okay. been in the, in the pipeline for almost a year now. Um, and it's uh, it's something that the, there's so much that, that goes into ladies' leggings, it turns out. Uh, <laughs> and I suppose... When, when, and deep in research. That's exactly it. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and with the hoodies, we, uh, we we got such a good feedback with um, with the hoodies that we did launch that we, we were we were slow enough to start... Um, launching new gear all the time mm -hmm. what we it's really important for us that when we do make a launch that we um that the the, the gear is top quality so yeah. we didn't want to just come um, launch everything at once so we did the hoodies we we then did men's and ladies t-shirts um now we've done the leggings and it shortly we'll be so doing it's grown and grown absolutely yeah so it really really has and and the the community have been have been incredible but, there that, well that's, that's kind of my next thing just chatting to Derville and chatting to Noreen about you know customers and marketing what you guys have done is you've created a community around the brand <clears throat> so the gym plus coffee is gear but it's also you know you've pop-up run clubs you pop up uh, zumbas and the, the the you know exercise that, classes yeah. and, and that, that, that kind of stuff so they're you know they're building all the time i've seen the numbers that you guys get for the events that you do and that's just getting people healthy together so the brand becomes i suppose it, it, it it's going in lots of different directions and is that something yeah. you, you're trying to grow even further in terms of the pop-ups or completely yeah when we launched um we knew we'd never be the most high-tech of, of companies um but what we since day one we wanted to be the most collaborative company in the world so um everything we do from the products we launch the events we run we get the community involved they choose the the events we do they they help with the products even like with the hoodies when we were launching new colors who better to ask than our community to what colors do they want that with regarding the leggings we've had we'd have we've had amazing 
collecting feedback from the community and helping us design. Um, we're three guys trying to design ladies' leggings, so who better than, than the ladies themselves to come on board and help us uh, tell us what they want. So no, it's, it's, yeah. been, it's been amazing. And I think just to add to that on, on the events piece, I guess it was important for us to, to practice what we preach. We were trying to, you know, I suppose use digital um, social media and stuff like that to talk about, um, you know, the, the, the mission that we're on. But what we wanted to do is actually create, you know, physical opportunities for people to meet and to to to, um, to exercise and to, to socialize afterwards. So we we ran a 10 week summer stretch series last year um, where every Sunday we created a different um, outdoor um, event. Um, we had different fitness instructors and we all grabbed coffee afterwards. That was an amazing success. We had hundreds of people out in Phoenix Park doing yoga and, and, and grabbing a coffee. During the winter, we did that in the evening. Um, and for the last 10 weeks, we've been doing a, a run club around Dublin City every Wednesday morning where we encourage people to go for a run and we've gone to different cafes afterwards. So like, the, there's a lot of work that goes into that, but it's, it's, it's a lot of fun and it's stuff that we like doing. Mm -hmm. So I guess as the guys mentioned earlier about, about everything they're doing, you have to be really passionate about it. We ask ourselves, is this something we'd wear or is this something we do or we would go to? Um, so we want to we wanna kind of practice what we preach with that. So I think the first thing is belief. We've all nailed that one and I can agree to it. The, the marketing component is really interesting, that the fact that marketing can be free. That if you use it correctly, I think we've all around the table have used Twitter, Instagram, social media, that kind of stuff to, to market the product and, and, and to get to know your customers a little bit. You guys have done it in person with the, the stretch series um, and I think it's really good. The next bit is, I suppose, the graft. Uh, and I don't think it's talked about enough when people talk about businesses and it's, and it's all fantastic and it's all great, but actually what's missed is just how hard you have to work to get it off the ground. Like, Gerald, give us a normal, give me a normal day or a normal week or, you know, that you would go through currently. Yeah, mine is, I never have a normal week because there's a big offline component in what I do because I've, you know, I've an offline, I'm fortunate in that I've an offline brand because a lot of people know me from being that runner to now, oh, we cook your recipes. So I have to kind of divide my time between what do I do offline, for example, like this is obviously offline, yeah. it's really good for marketing um, and then what I'm, the amount of time I'm in the office. So what often happens is I spend a lot of time doing offline and then I'm in the office after my toddler goes to bed at um, eight o'clock at night. So that's mm -hmm. something I think a lot of people don't see. You know, it's not um, nine to five. Oh, it's absolutely not nine to five. I mean, I would often do like three hours after my toddler goes to bed at night, a few nights a week. Um, but I, I, tr I've tried to get more structured with myself. So I've tried to divide up my time between my offline and my online activities. So I write weekly in the Irish Examiner. That's a really big activity for when you're talking about marketing. It's an amazing marketing tool mm -hmm. for me because the examiner give me free reign to write whatever I want. And I use a lot of, started using a lot of the experts that I'm going to use in my online platform in it. Um, so there's a certain amount of time dedicated to that. I'm a coach in Ireland's fittest family. We're coming back. That's hey. a huge, yeah, we're back. We just found out last week we're back this season. So it's going do to be bigger. Quite, do you ever get a chance to do like some of the, the like the hang, the hang the hang challenge over the river? Oh, I yeah. did. I saw that one. Yeah, we did, then we did it. Cork, I think, didn't you? Yeah, where Anna Geary totally gamed me and <laughs> said to me right before we did it, we were all just having a laugh. And then told me after she was going to hang on until she died to beat me. <laughs> so, yeah, Carl, it's an interesting time on Ireland's fittest family. Um, yeah, I mean, that's like, so everything I do, I suppose, I try, it's always going in the same direction. So it's mm -hmm. always about like, 
it's is this either food, fitness or focus and how am I going to get my message across? So Ireland's Fitness Family, I genuinely believe in it as a show. Like yeah. the families are mm. mad and great crack and they all they want to do is win. They want to be really fit and it's all about like communication with each other. So, but that takes up a huge amount of my time. So while mm -hmm. that's happening, then there's an element of, okay, what's happening with the tech? Because I'm trying to build out the website for yeah. the third time. So you're talking about graft. You know, this is going to be the third build of it now before July. So absolutely not nine to five. It is, I probably rarely to never don't do something on my phone. It's rare that I would take a weekend. You're very off. active. Well, actually all three of the companies yeah. are very active on, so, on, on social media. Your Insta stories yeah. are permanently on it. Oh, permanently. I love my Insta stories. My <laughs> husband hates it, so he's never on it. So it looks like he's imaginary. He's real, I swear. Um, but I think though, but that goes back to the love of it. So like, when I was a professional athlete, like I literally, you know, would have trained till I died because I loved it. And with the business, I love it. There's not any, my hardest thing with the business is actually handing over stuff to mm, people. So yeah. I have a guy that's working with me at the moment. He's brilliant. He's just come on board to do a bit of project management machine now and trying to get us live in July. And I hope he'll have more of a role after that. And like, I hate handing stuff over. I'm a complete control freak. So, so we have a table of control. Oh. Everyone's nodding. If you're in studio, yeah. you'd see everyone nodding in front of us just here. Yeah. Like, yeah, that sounds familiar. Yeah, so yeah. I've, I've tried to get better. I have a great girl that works with me in the office, Ashley Oh, hey, she's got a one, one degree in nutritional science from see I'm constantly talking about her on my Instagram. She's a brilliant girl. So I've gotten to the point now, she's worked with me for over a year where I'm good at handing stuff to her and I really trust her. But I think when it's yours, it's like your baby. Mm -hmm. But I heard a really funny thing recently because I'm just finished a startup business course and it was called the Ugly Baby mm. Syndrome. So it's like, you think your baby is gorgeous, right? <laughs> and you're like, my baby's the best thing ever. Um, but sometimes you have to let other people look at your baby and be honest with you. And I think that's a really important thing. So some of the stuff in my business, I'm so close to it mm -hmm. that I think adds value might not. And I find bringing people in from the outside to flag those things for me is really important. Um, but yeah, sorry, okay, that's so being, being able, I like that ugly baby thing. That's very yeah. clever. It's about being able to take advice. I When I first yeah. started, and I still do it now, but when I first started with, with Operation Transformation, I would watch it back every episode. I critique it. I'd have four people ring me to critique it. I would then ring production to critique it again. I still do it. I still, I've done it every series. I do it a little bit, little bit less now, but the podcast is, is the exact same. I go back over it, I critique it, I get on to my producer, I get on to anyone who can listen to it to look for a critique. And I think that's it can often be hard to take, but I ugly, I'm going to rob that ugly baby yeah. scenario. I love mm. that. It's you brilliant. Have to, you have to park your ego, though, you know, yeah. and I think to uh, to do to work for yourself, there is an element of ego, right? Mm -hmm. There has to be. Cause you have to back yourself. And you have to believe in yourself. But then you have to be capable of parking it and just letting people from the outside give you really valid criticism. But also, um, another thing I would think for me is really important is to be a civ because everybody wants to give me advice and meet me for cups of coffee and tell me how they think I should run the business. Yeah. And what and they think, oh, you should do this TV show, you should go on this, you should go on that. So for me, I have like a small group of people who can say anything to me. They can literally walk into the office and be like, Daryl, that's absolutely crap. Like, are you an idiot? And I'll accept it from them. It was the exact mm -hmm. same when I was running. My coaches could do it. But people outside of that circle, I just didn't take it in. I still don't. So, you know, I've a couple of really good mentors that have been really important to me that get to call my business baby ugly. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Doreen, it's ugly. just listening to that about criticism and advice, uh, Dragon's Den. Mm. You got lots of criticism and lots of advice going through that process, I'm sure. How did you find it? And, it was and a was fantastic experience. Um, I'm that kind of person anyway, you know, like that kind of an event wouldn't hugely daunt me. And to try and get the experience that they offered on that day was just invaluable. Um, 
I'd, I'd advise anyone, any small business, to expose themselves to a programme like that. But the main thing is you need to know your figures and mm. you need to know, you need to be going there with a plan. And I'd be criticised by some people for saying this, but my attitude would be stick to your plan. You can pivot to a certain degree, but at, at the end of the day, they are just meeting you on that day for those few hours, they do not know your business as mm -hmm. well as you do. So stick to your plan. It was a great experience for us. Um, we got two great offers of 100K. The dragons were way too greedy. There was no way I would have been doing my uh, business a complete injustice to be selling myself out to them so, for the levels they looked hold for. true to your belief or hold true to your yeah to, absolutely to you because you know like I put blood sweat and tears into this company I live eat and breathe it that's um, my next question is there ever a, a moment that goes by that you're not thinking about the brand or the business or the or anything unlikely. to do with the business yeah probably not only because like I just I love the the space I'm in I love the product we work with um I have four children um they have become as passionate about this because they have no choice in the matter. Um, <laughs> three out of four of them eat it. I'd love to be that perfect mother and say, oh, my children eat my product. They don't. Um, my toddler eats nothing I cook, so don't worry about yeah, it. Yeah, well, that's great. Exactly. <laughs> One of mine wouldn't touch it if I <laughs> begged her. Um, but, you know, like, I don't... It, it's a bit of a cliche, right? I don't see it particularly as work. Mm -hmm. um, and it, it's long, hard hours and it's almost seven days a week yeah. and you do not get a break from it really no matter how much I'd love to think oh yeah well I switch off I don't and I know that's not the right way to be doing things either but you know we're still in a very growth period and I have to be on the ball all the time I have to be taking any opportunities that are offered to me and um, it's important that I do it that way so um, yeah but Dragon's Den getting back to that absolutely Great exposure. Off the back of that, we got investment from a mm -hmm. private investor who had been watching us for a much better deal. Um, and we have upscaled on the, from that. So we're What's now... The, the marketing exposure of that is huge. Absolutely huge. And the same with, I suppose, Fittest Family for yourself, terrible. It's, you, you can't... It's publicity you can't really buy. No, but you need to drive it afterwards. You know, yes. it's not going to do its own thing. Yes. You, you need, need to maximise. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. You need, and you need to... Um, and I think, you know, this is when you're on television and we were talking about this before we are on air, like... You have to be conscious of how it's going to be edited and what mm. messages are going to be put across. Mm -hmm. So, like, you you can't just go on anything. And, you know, you have to be very... But you came across brilliantly on Dragon's Den. It made yeah, me thanks. want to go out and buy the product. So, it, it is... It's really important to you, but I think you have to be wary of, yeah. of, of the pitfalls of stuff, you know? You can't go blind into these no. kind of things. You have to be very prepared. Yeah. Like, in The Heel of the Hunt, it's... You know, the program is being made to attract people to watch it so they are going to look for a bit of drama or you know as much as they say oh no we're you know it's all about driving your business forward but it's it's about getting audience looking at the program mm -hmm. as well so you do need to be careful that you have your detail and you yeah. know and, and it must be quite daunting knowing when the show is coming up you know waiting for half it whatever yes. time it goes on it to, to come on sitting on the couch with everyone around you yeah. watching having no idea how it's been cut, how it's been edited. Because like we were we were there for, it was over two hours that we were filming. Wow. And you get what, 15, 20 minutes max? Max. You know, so yeah, it was absolutely awful. And of course, my family are, I'm from Cork originally as well. And, oh, okay. You know, they're just <laughs> any excuse to come up and have a party. So they were like, yeah, well, we're all going to come up and sit around and watch you yeah, on the TV. Yeah. Um, but, you know, it was a great, it was fa it was fun. And But like on the back of that, on that night, we have a guy who looks after all our... Um, 
who looks after our website and the back end of everything. So we we promoted out that night. We had a special promo code for people to come online and okay. buy. And one of the critical things, and people had said this to me before, was to make sure your, your website doesn't crash on the night because the volume was huge that came through. Yeah. Um, so to make sure you're backed up like that because it would look awful, obviously, if your website crashes. Okay, so that, that pulls it back to strategy and totally. planning. You and have to maximise on those opportunities, you know, yeah. and, 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 and make them work for you because... You know, you dedicate an awful lot of time to it, so it's it's best to, yeah. best business to make it work for you. Yeah, of course. Um, Man and Carl, what's been your what's been the key moment over the last year, 12, 13 months or so, in terms of business for you guys? Was there one moment that stood out when okay, this is this turned this 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 really got the brand moving, yeah. or one thing that really stuck out? So I suppose. Um, the big thing for us was Wellfest last year. So Wellfest is a wellness festival in yep. Dublin. They, they, they're fantastic. And we were only maybe three months in business um, going into that. And we weren't sure if we should do it. But we've taken this kind of probably stupid approach to just say yes to everything and then, and then we'll figure it out afterwards. <laughs> Which it's, you kind of have to do know, at the start. I yeah, think everyone's yeah. nodding that we've all... Yeah. Kind of, when yeah. you're kicking off, you get out, you just, you just, you jump in feet first. And you're afraid to say no to things yeah. Yeah. in case it's the right yeah. one exactly. for you. Exactly. And so you need you have to, to. to yeah. figure it out and you, you'll learn a lot by it. So we just said we do it and um, so we, we, you know, organized all the sort of bits and pieces to have a tent there and some stock there and, um, and see what would happen. And it was just a, it was just a, a brilliant weekend for us. Not only was it just, you know, great weather, it was, you know, our perfect um, kind of uh, target audience. Mm -hmm. And it was just our first, it was probably our first interaction again with our with our community, with our customers. And it just gave us like real uh, faith that what we were doing, we were doing the right thing because we just got such good feedback. We were introduced to, to so many new customers. And um, yeah, it, it was super for us. And that okay. really kicked things off uh, last year for us and gave us confidence then to, to launch our summer stretch series yeah. in the summer. Uh, I think we got connected to you afterwards who gave yeah, us yeah. Some, some fantastic support. So Plus you got you got the body coach in one of your hoodies. We I did. Remember, I remember seeing that yeah. photograph and I was like, nice one. you couldn't yeah. buy that. Yeah. Maybe you did buy it. I don't know. I don't so, think you did. No, but. <laughs> it, it was brilliant. So the thing about that, we, we just found him in a quiet corner at one stage and gave him one of our hoodies yeah, and yeah. he arrived to Ireland just in a t-shirt and uh, <laughs> you know was not prepared for for a cold Saturday in Ireland so put on the hoodie and was wearing it wearing it all weekend and the the best thing I suppose to kind of to, to, to bring that full circle is since then we've seen him on his social media and his, his Instagram wearing the hoodie regularly um, so we try we try to take a screenshot every time we can and then uh, this weekend was just uh, Wellfest again and it was, it was brilliant it was bigger it was better it was fantastic and the body coach was there again and we managed to get a hoodie in his hands again <laughs> and uh, he's now rocking a brand new jet black Jim Plus coffee hoodie oh. around the place so um, but he was he was so complimentary so nice um, so it's, it's, it's it would be slightly cheeky then is probably a, good, a nice little tip to pull from that that you believe in your product so if you are launching something as a listener or thinking about it Try and make it land somewhere and be a little bit cheeky, and, and we and you know that's it's not being it's not being rude or whatever. But it's just saying, listen, here's a bit of this, and you know we watch. I've seen you guys do it as well. It's yeah. great, and it's a with the right person though. Yes, it's very important to get it into the right person's hands because not everyone you'll engage with is necessarily your your right customer. Mm -hmm. um, and I suppose the ambassadors that we use resonate with our followers, and they believe 
they believe in the product, they use the product the way we'd like them to use the product or whatever. And that then reinforces it down to really the people on the ground who are our end users, you know, who go out then and buy the product. Yeah. So that like that's huge for us. Plus, it's I've huge like I get a great kick out of seeing like if you're walking down the street and you see somebody eating out a bag built on I'm like yeah it's brilliant oh it's total absolutely and it really that's a really give back I love that I love to see it out and about there well that kind of brings me to my my, my next my final question really for you all which is the fact that I'm going to ask you you'll hate these questions but however what your proudest moment has been in terms of business over the last couple of years I think everyone has a standalone for me it's a reoccurring one generally because it'll be a client who achieves a really good result and I'm like I just feel really proud not of me but of the fact that we've made something happen or uh, when the podcast which is three years trying to get the podcast over the line when it went to number one I was like I, we hadn't even recorded the first the first interview then that was a really proud day or the book whatever you know I think everyone has those pr- a really proud moment and that drives you forward for the next thing to push forward for the next project or the next or the next business and you know Derval, your your new business the, the online platform that's I hadn't, I hadn't heard of it sounds amazing so I'm going to start with you if you can pick one what is it and why it's not what happens to me every Sunday evening is um, people who are almost identical to me who are busy working most of the time they have kids and they're trying to juggle their whole entire lives message me on a Sunday evening with pictures of something that they've cooked or that they've organised their gear to go to the gym and work the following day because of information I've put out there online. And for me, that's massive because they're like my friends in my offline life. Like I'd be messaging them on a Sunday going batch cook something now to get organised for the week, Mm -hmm. girls. Let's get on the WhatsApp and figure out when we're going to train together. So for me, every Sunday evening, the fact that people are actually doing that and then that they go to the bother to take a picture, to send it to me privately, is massive, like, because you're actually having a really positive impact on their life in a healthy way, you know. Um, so that's massive. I'd prefer to get those private messages than get like 10,000 likes in a picture because for me, you're actually adding value and people are thanking you for that. So that's unbelievable for me. And that okay. happens most Sunday evenings. So it's impact. Yeah, and it's Seeing really... Seeing what you do has an impact on someone's life. Yeah, and I think I'm... I hope people realise I'm quite genuine. So mm-hmm. I things aren't easy. You know, I find a lot of things a struggle. I definitely don't find balancing everything easy. Like, I had two Mars bars out of my freezer on Saturday night. You know, but at the same time, I'm, I try and was be really nice? balanced. It, it was lovely. <laughs> I was very happy. Um, but Frozen Yeah, I know. Try it. So that's not what my platform is about. Um, but so for me, like... On a Sunday, I love that on a Sunday evening. So I hope when, you know, when the platform is launched, I think it's about actually adding that value. And I think, I think that will just become more and more. And we'll have a community forum on there and stuff. So yeah, it's 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 honestly amazing. It's like the online version of when people come up to me in the supermarket and tell me they're buying something to make a recipe. It's lovely. Really, really makes you feel like you're making a difference. Okay. Which is really nice. And the online platform, give us the address, the address again. Um, www.dervil.ie, D-E-R-V-A-L.ie. So soft launch at the start of July. Fantastic. There you have it, folks. You've heard it first here at the Real Health Podcast. Noreen, what's yours? Well, it sounds so vain after that now. We're all friends. Blowing it out of the water. Um, well, I suppose from a small business point of view, right, we would partner up with various teams, etc. And we partnered with Bristol Rugby last year. Oh, wow. Just season gone. And um, 
so great the guys you know Pat Lamb and Paul Bunster over there they get the guys using the product Ian Madigan you know so the the connections are good for us mm-hmm. um but one of the agreements was that the logo would be on the LED lighting around the stadium no way which is huge for wow. for me right and of course typical me I missed it <laughs> on the TV okay no and yeah yeah there was something one of the kids had a football match and I had to prioritize that <laughs> I was going built on kids built on kids like, okay kids and um but one of our followers on Twitter whom I don't know at all got a got a, a snap of it off the TV and put it up there for me I was like oh that is just I was really really proud that yeah time. it was it's a like huge it's, it's huge for a small business yeah so you know you see it going around the stadium I was going oh yeah and it was on sky I was like yeah, even better I'm happy with that yeah yeah so that was me. That's not vain at all. Wow. That's fantastic. Yeah. I totally get that. Yeah, yeah, it was wow. great. You know, you like, you put like I keep saying, but you do. You put your heart and soul into things, and but and when you see something like that happening, you know, for a, a still a, like we're still a small company growing, but um, like that's huge for us, and that's an awful lot to do with the connections you make through work, and again, the faith in the guys to ask us to be involved with Bristol mm-hmm. Rugby was like they came to us like that is huge endorsement for me you know and uh, you know so yeah it's good and in terms of the product is it available nationwide so we're nationwide we're in all Apple Greens Super Values Galas Day Breaks there's over 600 stores at this stage we're online at www.irishbuilton.ie um, and um yeah so there's it's health food stores it's butchers we're starting into pubs um yeah so it's it's Pretty much everywhere. You can't really miss it by the sound of no, things. No, I don't think so. Um, and guys, Jim Plus Coffee. Um, I suppose f- for me, because I I tend to look after the, the product side of things, um, and one of the biggest challenges we found launching as an e-business was that um, because the customer can't touch and feel mm. the gear, mm. that um, we can make the, the gear look uh, uh, great and we can market it really well, but it's not until it's in the customer's hands they can actually feel the quality. So I suppose... Um, for me, um, it's we we'd often get emails in, and it'd be people saying we absolutely love the brand. It's so cool. The gear looks great. But it was only until I actually received my hoodie, I put it on, and I, the hoodie itself is amazing. I like that with with the leggings as well. So because your customers can't actually go into a shop and 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 try it or yeah. take it off the rail or anything like that. It's all it's all e-commerce. Exactly. Yeah. So no, it is one of definitely one of the challenges and. Um, so and like that when we are designing the products and stuff like that, it, we, it is important that they, they, they look great. But like that, we need the, the quality to be top quality. So when people do sort of buy into the brand, they get their gear that they're they're even more impressed with the quality. So like that, uh, I suppose getting getting emails like that, yeah. that when the, the package does arrive, that they're even uh, more blown away with the so with again the like durable. It's, it's impact. It's like the product that you believe in. Someone and someone feels as good about it as you do, and they let you know, mm-hmm. and they feel and the kickback from that is. It's fantastic. And where can people um, check out the product? So we're at uh, www.gympluscoffee.com. Simple. So, folks, as ever, if you have any questions or you would like any guests featured on the show, it's realhealth at independence.ie. It's hashtag the Real Health Podcast. As always, thank you so much for listening. Um, we really appreciate uh, people taking the time to listen to the podcast. Everyone we do, it's about learning from the guests that we bring into the studio. In terms of the business episode, it's pretty simple. It's believe in the product. That's the first one. It's be willing to work harder than anybody else. It's not easy. 
Um, and it's marketing. And, and don't be afraid to be cheeky, but make the marketing work for you and use social media as, as, as best you can. I think all three companies in the studio today have used that really, really well. I just said, just, just start. There's loads of reasons to stop you at the start. And what we found with this, once we got it moving, it was very easy to keep it moving. So that would be my ultimate takeaway. It's like just start. running a 5K. The hardest bit is that first start, step. Yeah. And the business is exactly the same. So if you have a belief, you want, you have something that you want to do, well, why not uh, try it today and try and move it forward and see how you go. You've nothing to lose. Thank you so much for listening and we'll see you next week. Leia Healthcare. It's good to live. Proud sponsor of The Real Health Podcast with Carl Henry.